0: All right, buddy. We're live. Welcome in. Live edition. That SEC podcast brought to you by Twisted Tea and my bookie. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter. And right there's Cousin Shane, (laughs) who goes by Big Orange Vols on Twitter. What's up, buddy? I hope people can hear us. Hope I can hear that, because it's time (laughs) to talk some football, baby. Ooh. Yeah, I mean week two.
1: I just butchered that intro again. Mm. This live thing. I'm starting. I'm. It's coming around. Right. But I would have uh, just chugged this beer, got another one, and started over. We can't really do that. So okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm ready, brother. We got some really good games
0: this weekend. We're getting a word from Danny. Appreciate you. They can hear us. So oh, well. change dropping shit. Well, hope that wasn't important there. But uh, <laughs> all right, brother. So SEC football. So many great games. And let's let's start this one how we ended the last one. Okay. How, how worried are you? <laughs> just for anybody that missed it, Florida embarrassed us. Yeah. LSU, South Carolina. SEC has got a lot to prove this weekend, don't you think?
1: Yeah, and, and a couple of games, not just one. You know, everybody's wanting to talk about Texas and and Alabama. We're going to get to that, but you know, you got Miami out there lurking. You got Arizona State out there looking, lurking. Yep. You know, it, Tulane. I'm I'm not ruling that that out. Yeah. That's
0: another one that could. Tulane, could, Ole Miss. That that Wake Forest. There's, there's only two games yeah. that are ranked, uh, a ranked matchup this week. Texas, Alabama, old Ole Miss, Tulane. Those are the only yeah. two top twenty five showdowns this week.
1: So I mean, naturally, I am a little nervous just because we started out so rough. You know, going back last year. We went undefeated except for LSU. You yep. know, they, they dropped the ball there. But we can make a point that if there was another five minutes on the clock, LSU would have won that game. Yeah. Well, I can't, you can't make that argument now with Florida and the LSU. I think LSU was hoping there was five minutes less in that game so they could have got off the field quicker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, that's, I think that's where we're at. But, again, snap and clear. Week one is done you know, week two is here, and this is a good opportunity for the SEC to make that statement that we thought we were they were going to make week one.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm going to pull one out for the down weekend, because we're up this weekend, baby. <laughs> SEC. Oh, my God, spilling beer on the computer. All right. Uh, before we get into the pick show, Shane, well, we got a lot of games to pick here. Yeah. As always, like we do on Friday. Well, it's Thursday, but. Yeah. Friday show. You know potatoes, what I mean.
1: potatoes, you know?
0: Prize picks selections. We're sponsored by Prize Picks. Head on over to prizepicks.com. Put in that promo code SEC. They're willing to match your initial deposit 100% up to 100 bucks for all new users. And why we love Prize Picks, Shane? College, football, fantasy, daily fantasy sports. Yeah. They're the only one I know that does daily fantasy. So I'm going to give you a couple of my prize picks. So, and I, I know you're going to like each. And we're
1: terrible at doing my bookie locks, mm-hmm. but but Mike can nail the individuals.
0: Right. So let's hear it. Let's see what you got this week. All right. You're going to love this one.
1: I'll be the judge of that.
0: Connor Wigman. All right. Heisman front runner. Yeah. <laughs> I, maybe that's, so, that's a bit much. People but, are right. So, you know, other than <laughs> Aggie fans, everyone is ready for
1: Texas A&M to, to suck again. You yeah, know. yeah.
0: All right. Connor Wigman, quarter outstanding yeah. quarterback, Heisman front runner huh? at Miami. Yeah, over one and a half passing touchdowns. He had five last week. I mean, what? I thought this was a typo. Yeah, well, I mean, is this first quarter? Is this first half? No, it's for the game. Shane over one and a half passing touchdowns for Connor Wiggins. Oh, sign me up. Sign me up. You're saying he can't get two
1: touchdowns? Wait, is that passing only? Just
0: passing. Okay, but still, I feel yeah. pretty. He's yeah. not. It's not like he's Johnny Manziel going to run no, it. You know, I like that, bet. Yeah, well, I knew you would. <laughs> All right, how about now? This is a sneaky one. Uh, now, we're going to talk a lot of Texas out there. Uh-huh. But it, I think the rest of the SEC is like, we're going to talk about that one last. Yeah. Because it's the big, that's what we do. But we're going to hit on it real quick here with the prize picks. Jalen Milrow, mm-hmm. so impressed with his debut. Yeah. Over 210 and a half passing yards. So if he gets 211 passing against Texas, mm-hmm. which has one hell of a, a defensive front Yeah. that completely – I mean, it was Rice, but they completely shut down Rice. Yeah. If Alabama wins this game, Jalen monroe got to have over 211 passing yards, I think. Mm, that's a tough one, man. Yeah.
1: Because I, I do think Jalen has a lot of yards in this game, but I think there's going to be more with his legs. And, you know, I'm, I'm not we'll, – we'll get to that game here in a minute, but MTSU, it if, if feels like – We had opportunities to sit back there and and play a little bit. You know, we may not have that. How does Jalen respond when the pressure's on? Does he, you know, because you see this with some mobile quarterbacks, they just they hesitate if their first reads not there. They're just, hey, I'm going to tuck and go. Is that what we're going to have? So I'm a little, hmm, I'm a little hesitant on that bet. Okay,
0: okay. Well, I got one more. It sounds like you're going to be hesitant on that one too. (laughs) Quinn Ewers, Texas quarterback. Yeah. It's the first under of the season, Shane. Under 250 and a half passing yards. So under 251, essentially, is what I'm saying for Quinn Ewers. Mm. Mm. Ian Tuscaloosa, again, we'll get in more of this game, but I think under for Quinn Ewers, under 251 and a half passing yeah,
1: yards. Yeah, that's a that's – a, I could see that. Um, I think you're just really playing, like, what? Do, how do you think the game's going to go? Like, if – if you feel like Texas is going to be down, that's a great bet to go over. Right. You know, but if you feel like this is going to be a top ball game or even one that Texas wins, then, yeah, I think the under is the is the answer here because, you know, even though Alabama's a little banged up in the secondary, it's still one of the strongest parts of that defense. So I would expect that they're going to try to get that running game going. So, yeah, I, I like that bet. I just don't think there's going to be the, as many yards as people think in this ball game.
0: How about this comment from Ken? Shane, he's an Arkansas guy. Mm-hmm. Who do I hate more, Alabama or Texas? It's a tie. <laughs> 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 uh, no,
1: I love it.
0: Yeah, I love and it. Miami's giving away free tickets this weekend. Yeah, yeah great home, great you know, home my field they got down there. Uh
1: we uh, friend of the show. Anwar was on yesterday. Yep, uh, talking a little Texas football, and and you know my. My favorite reaction was from the Arkansas community. You left that one out, and Washington. <laughs> you know, and I cleaned it up. Yeah, but yes, yeah, so I, I thought that was a not only an awesome interview, but uh, Arkansas. That was a great game. I'll never forget it. Yeah.
0: All right, Shane. So we got a bunch of matchups to get into. Yeah. Usually, what we do, we go by in order of the kickoffs, mm-hmm. but there are a few cupcakes. We don't have point spreads. We're we we've. We used to not even pick points, but we've we've been picking points. So let's pick points here. But let's go over the couple cupcakes before we get into the meat of the SEC schedule. How's that sound? It sounds great, man. So starting with Eastern Kentucky Kentucky at Kentucky. This Mm -hmm. is uh, 3 Eastern, 2 Central on ESPN and SEC Network Plus. Yeah. It's going to be a warm one, Chain, 86 degrees. (laughs) Kentucky coming off a big win in the opener. Who do you like? Kentucky. EKU, what, and obviously we know who you like, but maybe what will, what are you, you'll be keying in on for the Wildcats yeah. and a score prediction from you?
1: Yeah, I think the one thing I'm going to look forward to is, the progression from from week one to week two. A lot of folks outside of Lexington probably didn't watch that game last week, but Leary was not what we wanted mm-hmm. or expected. Does does a little film study? Does a little bit more practice with the receivers here come out with a better result? I think so. I think that's what we got to we got to dial in a little bit. Is is make sure we get this chemistry down. Make sure that this offense keeps doing what it's been doing up front. I think that offensive line took a big step this year. Yeah. Um, don't take a step back. Don't, don't butcher it. Let's, let's let Ray cook a little bit back there. Hopefully you won't have them in the entire game, but it's just, I want to see offense dominate. I know the defense will dominate. I just want to see it from the offense side of the ball, because again, that's what we expected week one with ball state. So um, this is not going to be a game. What time is this thing? Three
0: Eastern, two Central. Three,
1: okay. So, yeah, go ahead and get your dinner reservations made. You may (laughs) even set it for the fourth quarter there, Mike, because this thing's going to get out of hand quick. I've got Kentucky winning 56, Eastern Kentucky 14. Ooh. Yeah, I don't think it's close at all. And... You know, one of the things I noticed with a lot of teams last week was a slow start. I don't think we see that this week. I think there's going to be a few teams that I've got my mind on mm-hmm. that I think are going to come out of the gate just, just ripping. And and I I hope that's Kentucky here. I hope we're looking up and we're five minutes into the game and it's fourteen nothing. You know.
0: Yeah. Uh, we got uh, Tim over here. Shane says I love to see Shane. Wearing that old Miss Blue. Is he tipping his <laughs> hand over there? We'll find out. But uh and Ken, appreciate you, Ken. Ken gave us five bucks. He says, Here's Shane beer money. So <laughs> we'll be drinking you. this weekend. Thanks to you, Ken. But uh yeah, so one thing, and I apologize if you missed it. I'm trying to read the comments too. But one thing I didn't hear you listen or or say, but but again you may have said it. Getting Devin Leary going. A little yeah, up, a little up and down in the opener. Yeah. Gotta see him a little bit sharper before we get into the SEC play. But yeah, defense was dominant. Special teams was great. There's my dog. He's he's fired up about it. Hey. Live baby. Live <laughs> action right here. Come we here.
1: got construction going on next door at the house, and apparently they just got out of here. So Yep. Man, it doesn't get any more raw than this, that SEC <laughs> <SCC> podcast.
0: <laughs> but what I was saying, Shane, build on momentum. There yeah. was a lot to like. <whistles> Kentucky won by 30 points. They didn't even play a complete game. Yeah. Same thing I said about about Tennessee. They were a little up and down, some penalties, some false starts. We get that cleaned up. We should beat to hell. Out of a team like Eastern Kentucky, and this is a pick-your-score. Yeah, I mean they can win by hundred if they want, but we gotta let the freshmen play. We gotta let let the backups play. So give me Kentucky fifty-five, Eastern Kentucky ten, and it it could be a shutout if they really wanted <laughs> and it to be aggressive.
1: Be aggressive. Let's you know? yeah. don't let's don't let's go the Kirby route and just you know let's run all over them. I, I <laughs> nothing against Georgia, but sometimes that's what he does. He just doesn't run away with it. You can against Eastern Kentucky, and I think. The fans want to see that. We got to see little flashes of it last week. Another thing that I am looking forward to is, not looking forward to, but got my eye on, is the field.
0: You know, we had
1: a lot of injuries last week up there, and they got new turf, so I'm just kind of curious
0: how that plays week two. Kuiper Belted, Shane, says, uh, Mike's dog is a U.K. fan. (laughs) Mark Miller says, hell, now my dog's barking. (laughs) (laughs) And Ken says, Is that dog from Georgia? Come on now. (laughs) Come on. We didn't even talk about the dogs yet. Maybe that's why I brought up the Bulldogs and Kirby there. Yeah. All right. Another cupcake, Shane. Austin P. at number nine, Tennessee, your Mm -hmm. balls, five o'clock Eastern, four central on ESPN and SEC Network. Plus, going to be another warm one, 88 degrees. Austin P. last week lost to SIU. I don't even know what school that is. 49 to 23 last week. So, what will you be looking for from the balls and what's your score prediction? I'm curious if if Joe Milton
1: went to the top row there at Neyland, mm-hmm. could he throw a football to Austin P? <laughs> 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 These are the questions we need to know. So, uh, brother, this obviously not going to be a ball game, but. Again, similar to Kentucky, uh, slow start a little bit. Joe Milton wise, I'd love to see them stretch the field. Yeah, Um, you know, Keaton had that big drop, and I I hate to just—it's one drop, but that's a drop you can't afford to have in games like Alabama and Georgia. You've got, you know, we've got to clean up the mistakes there, Um, and mistakes I think is the key too. Some dumb penalties that we've got to got to clean up, and I know it's just again, I know it's Austin P. But I do want to see this offense, similar to what I said with Kentucky, just come out guns a-blazing. Just put the points up. You know, I would love for this thing to be over at half and get a, another half of Nico there just so we can have a little more quarterback controversy going on. But uh, also, I want to see the hot hands. Last week, we, we did this with the running backs. Um, you know, how does that play? Do they still start out with the, the same sequence, you know, or is this one of those that we, we go hot hands and whoever hits it, you know, gets to play the rest of the game?
0: Hmm. I want to see Nico. I have said it because Danny's saying know. don't you start cheating and all that I, but. And,
1: and here I've got my Joe Milton cup, you yeah. know, and I and I to <laughs> always drink out of Joe Milton cup as long as we're undefeated. Yeah. But I will throw it out as soon as we lose a game, and it better not be a sauce
0: and tea. Well, one guy they need to uh, get going is uh Dante Thornton. Yeah. Who our buddy Jesse Simpton predicts will have more receiving touchdowns than any player in the entire sec oh
1: wow yeah. now
0: we didn't see that week one but it was week one who cares yeah they were running dominant defense was outstanding they got to get special teams cleaned up the punter yeah <laughs> that was a that was a issue there they, they cannot survive that in sec play right mistakes like that jump on them jump on them early again this is not an opponent you're going to learn much about yourself yeah. but we can see consistency from joe milton and his passing from some of these emerging weapons that he's got to work with from the running game and the defense that looked great, so uh, I'm going Tennessee.
1: Oh, did I give a score?
0: No, you didn't. No. But I'm going to go first then. Okay, 63. Austin P, 13. So ah. 50 point win here.
1: Yeah, we're not far off. I've got Tennessee 59. Austin P 10.
0: Oh, so I, you got again, a little bit more faith in the defense than me. I said 13. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, how about this? What's
1: score first to be 7-0 and everybody <laughs> panic in Knoxville, yeah. myself included?
0: <laughs> number six, Furman. Yeah. FCS number six, apparently. At South Carolina, mm-hmm. 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central, ESPN, SEC Network Plus. Furman beat Tennessee mm-hmm. Tech 45-10 to 10 last week. Shane Beamer hyping up ESPN. They're called like Paladines or pelicans or penguins or something. <laughs> it don't matter. Yeah. What What do you want to see from uh, the Gamecocks here? Well,
1: I want to see a better game up front. I mean, I think that's the easy answer. Anybody that watched South Carolina play last week, they know that the offensive line was thrashed. I mean, if there yeah. was a, I don't think there was a unit last week in the SEC that did worse than South Carolina's, and how does, against Furman, there's no reason we should have any pressure back there on Rattler. This should be a, a you know, pick your play kind of day, you know. And, and, and I know Coach came out and told us how great Furman is and all the accolades. That's, I guess that's what you're supposed to do. But, you know, kiss ass on, on, the, on the podium, kick ass on the field. That's what we got to have here with South Carolina and put some people back at rest. You know, to let them know that okay, we're gonna be okay. We maybe North Carolina was a lot better than we thought. You know, because I, I will say this, Drake was a I mean, he he flipped the bill for me, man. Yeah, I mean, he will be a top one, two, three quarterback picked in the draft. So, but I think that Spencer has an opportunity to be right there with him if he can bounce back in this game. So uh, they say Juice is gonna be here, and even if he's not, this should not be a ball game but i will say this and i don't mean to be pessimistic but I, i'm afraid of a little bit of a hangover here mm. you know i am I'm, I'm not saying they're looking ahead or looking behind but i don't know i don't have the 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 warm fuzzies that this is going to just be a, an ass thrashing like it should be so i think Furman hangs in there a little bit but i have South Carolina winning 45
0: Furman twenty one. Hmm. Well, top commenter once again. He's he's the king of the peep right now. Is Danny Shane? He says, "Wait, did you just call Furman a cupcake?" Beamers <laughs> have nightmares about them, you know. So that was, I thought that was pretty good. Uh, Michael Ward's got South Carolina outright losing. Oh. Uh, Nema says, "Hot dog, Shane. He's to stick stick the three step drops, or Rattler's gonna get killed." <laughs> yeah, I, I mean for this one, Shane, I want to see. The running game get going because yeah. that was missing. Yeah, and that's that's a quarterback's best friend when his offensive line's struggling against Furman. I don't give a damn if they're number one in the FCS. You they're should right. be able to push them around on the line of scrimmage. We got to put this team away quickly because this is a team. If Beamer's right, this is a team that can linger. And there was there's already so much bad juju, and we have seen South Carolina in the past. Let these stupid teams hang around a little bit, make it more competitive than it should be. Yeah. So I, I am a little concerned about that. I want to see the Gamecocks come out here and not ask Spencer Rattler to win him the game. Right. If Spencer has to win him a game against Furman, my God, I, I feel sorry for him coming to Georgia a, in Athens right. next week. So give me South Carolina, but not by as much as you. 35 for the Gamecocks, 20 for Furman, so fifteen point win, that's that's solid. Yeah, but, but I think it'll be a little bit low, lower who scoring.
1: Who's that game they had early last year? I'm terrible at remembering. I mean, it but, was there was the Georgia State one. Yeah. There was a the
0: South Carolina State. Yeah, one. South Carolina State, I believe, is the I mean, yeah, stupid teams. So these them...
1: shouldn't linger, and right. you know, I don't want this to be a a sequel to last year. You know, it, we don't need to figure it out six, seven games into this thing. South Carolina has got to have it figured out now. Right. And, and statistically, like I said, Rattler had a hell of a game last week, but he cannot win every game for you. There's going to have to be some people stand up and, and mainly on that offensive front, man, and defense defensive front, you know, getting pressure. There's, you know, you want to talk about a game changers,
0: you know, living in the backfield. So let's, let's get some heat on the quarterback there. If Furman wins, we have to start calling Shane Beamer Joey Chestnut the hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's according to Nima, so I thought that yeah. was pretty <laughs> Jeez, Louise. All right, how about McNeese? I hear Shane and hot dogs. I mean, I've been in those conversations <laughs> I, before. I'm trying to figure you out, are they <laughs> mocking like you like or are they doing it? Yeah,
1: I think I had. It's been a
0: while since I had hot dogs. Just kidding. <laughs> I had some the other day. All right. McNeese at Florida, Shane, 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central, ESPN, mm-hmm. SEC Network Plus, 88 degrees It's going to be muggy down there. Gators really, really need to get a big win here and kind of soothe the issues from the opener. What will you be looking for from the Gators, and what's your score prediction?
1: Well, for starters, I, I would like to keep Mertz passing attempts under 20. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I really do think that Billy comes out here – and has a field day. I'm I don't even know if that's an option for prize picks, but I would put on every running back for the Florida Gators here because they're going to get a lot of love here. Um, And and sometimes you see that with these types of games, a little overreaction or overcorrection, if you will. So um, you've got to get ETN and company going, man, Uh, or you're going to have a long slate of games in the sec. So this one's got to be a bounce back game, but I'm, I'm still a little worried, you know. I just you know, Utah hurt me and it wasn't yeah. that they should have beat they should have beat Utah or anything like that. It was they made a lot of stupid mistakes along the way and can they correct that in in one week? I don't know. Maybe. I hope so. And I'm not saying McNeese State is, is going to be a any type of competition, but sometimes you can be your own competition and, and going three and out when you shouldn't and doing stupid shit. So um no fifth Gators, I got you winning, but I'm not I don't got you just destroying them. Uh 35 McNeese 20. Oh um, I goodness. would I, I and and I could see this as a game that kind of lingers around for a little bit early and then all of a sudden, you know, Florida's debt kicks in. You know, that's that's kind of how I see it playing out.
0: Hmm, chain, chain, chain. They hurt me, man. I know the Gator fan. I know. think. I think by the end of the season, we might be looking back and say, maybe Utah's really damn good. Back to back pack champs. Yeah. Thursday night it was only game on. Everybody watching. I mean, yeah. it was ugly. I'm not making excuses. Yeah. They went to 15 airports. They were 10,000 <laughs> yeah. feet in the air. I mean, there's all kinds of excuses. So this this is one where they they got to get back. Yeah, and they've got to show particularly on the line of scrimmage, that last week was a fluke mm-hmm. against a very physical Utah team that had a lot to prove. And the coach right after the game came out and said, well, we wanted them to know we play football out here too. I mean, that was personal to Utah. I, I really didn't feel right. it. So establish the run. And, yeah, it's, it's so silly to say this, Shade, but – they allowed a 70-yard touchdown on the opening play. Yeah. But after that, they were pretty good. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, that play counted too. But I think Florida's defense is much better than it was last year. Right. Albeit that 70-yard touchdown didn't show it. But I think they established that once again. They create havoc. Florida runs crazy. Give me Florida, 52, McNeese, three. I mean, I think this is an asshole. Because yeah. they, they got to take out all this negativity on someone. I, I, they take it out on McNeese, I think.
1: Well, here uh, just a little nugget. Uh, Florida has not won a game since November twelfth. Mm. You know the fan base just needs a dub. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They just not just any W. I, I think they need a just a barn burner here, and then that way you can start building a little bit more confidence in what Billy's trying to create down there.
0: Mm-hmm. Going into that Tennessee game. Oh. All right. Well, uh, one more cupcake, Shane. Grambling. Yeah. At number fourteen, LSU, mm-hmm. seven thirty Eastern, six thirty Central, ESPN, SEC Network Plus, gonna be a hot one. Ninety five degrees, LSU. Do they bounce back? Thoughts on the game and a score prediction. LSU hosting Grambling.
1: Yeah, I think I think so, Mike. And I would hate to be Grambling this week yeah. because, unlike some of these other SEC teams that lost, LSU has the pieces to put up a hundred points on a team like Mm Grambling. And I'm not saying that's what Kelly's going to do, but he is the best way to kind of overlook. And and it's going to take a while to overlook that, that beating that Florida state gave you is to come out here and put together a few handful of games to say, okay, maybe week one was a fluke, you know? Yeah. So I think that's what we see here. Uh, This is not going to be a ball game at all. I, I don't know what you're wanting to see so much here as maybe just pressure. I'm going to have my eye on Perkins since we talked about him this week. You know, where's he going to be at? You know, are they going to – have they changed anything schematically going into week two? Um, I don't believe they need to show too much against Grambling. But, again, coming off that tough loss – the best way to to repair that bridge is is to put 60 points on there. So that's what I think happens here. LSU 63, Grambling 6.
0: Mmm. Someone said uh, in the comments, Shane, Grambling beat Hampton. And they said, by God, isn't that a hotel? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I never heard of that either. But uh, it, it yeah. is what it is. I've but... stayed to Hampton once. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think we all have. <laughs> Wait, we got to get Jaden Daniels going. And yeah. I would I would tell him don't even run in this football game. There's no need to risk it. He was a leading rusher, yeah, against Florida State. By I think he had to be because they they weren't running the ball. They weren't getting a push. He was he was running for his life at times. So I would tell him do not run. Get that chemistry going with the receivers. It was lacking in that Florida State game. It's a minority, but it's a vocal minority. Are already calling. Let's get Garrett Nussmeyer in there. I mean. Yeah. That, Anytime LSU struggles, people are going to say, "Get Garrett in there. Get Garrett in there. He's a better player." Yeah, he's got to show to them that he can get it again against this opponent. You're not going to prove much, but you have to show that you got arm talent in this football game. The defense—that's the real key, I think. Yeah, they just got destroyed by Florida State. They—they quit is what I saw in the fourth quarter. They got manhandled. Now it's time to do the manhandling, kind of like Florida. Get your frustration out on Grambling. Give me LSU, 45, Grambling, 6. So, I, pretty pretty wide margin
1: here. Yeah. So, who needs it more, the offense or the defense? Yeah, I think I think you kind of tipped your hat there, but you think the defense is the one that needs the most
0: improvement from week one? Yeah. And they yeah. say they're going to put Perkins back on the edge. Oh, okay. I, I don't know why the hell they weren't doing that. I mean, yeah. he, he like, could – Why
1: he, didn't they do it at half, you know?
0: <laughs> he could have 10 sacks in yeah. this game. You know what? Yeah. Let's let them eat, man. Yeah. All right, Shane, we're getting ready to get to our picks here against the spread. But before we do that, let's let the audience know again. Head on over to mybookie.ag today. Put in that promo code, that, S-E-C, T-H-A-T-S-E-C. And they'll give you an instant 50% deposit match all the way up to 1000 bucks. You have 1500 <laughs> in your account today to fade our picks Win big this weekend. All the games, college, NFL, all the professional sports over at MyBookie, and they make the withdrawal process smooth as can be. Head on over to MyBookie.ag. This is the number one way people can help the podcast grow, stay independent. Head on over to MyBookie.ag today. And don't forget that promo code, T-H-A-T-S-E-C, to get 50% initial deposit bonus immediately. Shane, we're also brought to you by Game Time Sidekicks. We love our Game Time oh, Sidekicks, yeah. don't we? Get on over to Game Time Sidekicks. Put in that promo code at checkout, S-E-C. They'll give you 20% off your entire order, Shane. And this is the hot. I mean, we got six or seven of these Game Times. I don't even use any other cup. But no. the Game Time, you don't need it. Keeps your your beverages cool, keeps them warm, whatever temperature the drink is, the game time, and and their quality, quality stuff, Shane. They got all SEC teams represented, all college teams represented over at GameTimeSideKicks.com. And don't forget that promo code SEC for 20% off your entire order. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game beverage for college football fans Twisted tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and picks a flavorful punch, 5% alcohol, and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering on your favorite SEC team. Twisted tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love of college football. Keep it. Twisted. All right, Shane. Everybody
1: you? just wants to fast forward to my my bookie lock,
0: huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and for Shane. Who did he get?
1: The grim reaper. Whoever gives me $100, <laughs> I won't pick your team. So.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, we forgot to say that. We're, we are willing to be bribed if you want us not to lock your team. Oh, right here, yeah. Super Chat, throw us some money here. Vanderbilt, Shane, at yep. Wake Forest. Big game Yeah, for Vanderbilt for bowl eligibility. They really want to go to the postseason. I feel like this is a must win. Mm-hmm. Wake Forest, 10 point favorite, the over under, 57 and a half points, according to my bookie. This is an early one. Don't get caught watching game day, watching SEC Nation. 11 Eastern, 10 Central on ACC Network. ACC, they, they're backwards over here. 11. I don't understand it, but Wake beat Elon. I do know that, brother. Yeah. Do they beat Vandy? Who stays undefeated, Vandy or Wake Forest?
1: Jeez, is this the first? I don't ever remember eleven o'clock game ever being played.
0: It must That's be some a, ACC, a shame ACC thing.
1: Wouldn't you hate to be the team that gets pushed to eleven? Like <laughs> you know, to play Wake Forest here. Uh, there's a dad joke. I'm gonna go, brother. This one here. You know, obviously last year we had high expectations for for Vandy to to beat Wake Forest. But I think that team was a lot better last year than it is this year. Yep. It is very, very feasible to see a win for Vanderbilt. You got to remember, last five games, if you go back to last year, they've only lost one, and it was to Tennessee. You know, they beat Florida, they beat Kentucky. They don't re- want to remember it for that. But again, if Vanderbilt figures it out week three, and you know, couple stupid mistakes along the way, here's a team that's actually got some tread under the tire. You know, if they come out, they may beat Wake Forest, and I think they can. I really do. Ooh. It's gonna take, it's gonna take Swan playing the game of his life. But I think he's. I think it's time to see that. You know. Yeah. He, he's. He fits the bill. They got the receivers. They got the weapons. He just needs some time back there. And if the offensive line can provide that, I got Vanderbilt pulling off the upset here. Morristown Honda dealership. <laughs> Score of the day, I've got Vandy 28,
0: Wake Forest 27. Oh, Morristown Honda, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Been a while since I've done one of them.
0: I felt good. Yeah. Well, brother, so many funny comments here. What is
1: it? 10? Is it 10
0: points? 10 points spread. I yes, mean, sir.
1: Jeez, that's a lot of points,
0: man. So uh, CT C- says, nerd battle. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> <ain't a> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, this is a big one, Shane. I mean, I can't o- understate that for Vanderbilt. They got This is a must win. You know when, when shit
1: hits the fan, we go to
0: places like Vanderbilt, Wake Forest to save our
1: lives, you know? I
0: know. And we're sitting here mocking yeah, them. Yeah, I know.
1: Let's give them a little respect.
0: But, Shane. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I'm not feeling too good about this one. Now, there's two ways to look at it. Vanderbilt has not played well, yeah. and yet they're 2-0. So it's what I was telling you the other day. If we if they can put it all together, if they can put a complete game together, they can beat the hell out of Wake Forest. Yeah. I don't care where this game's played. Tiny stadium, not a great home field advantage yeah. or anything. Uh, Wake, Wake Forest beat them pretty bad last year, but the quarterback's gone. Many key players from that team are gone. So there's hope. There's hope for Vanderbilt, Shane. But Wake Forest averaging 329 passing yards a game that's the biggest weakness on vandy's defense brother is the pass defense even against the likes of hawaii and alabama a and m so i hate to do it brother i I, maybe i'll be disappointed but give me wake forest 33 vanderbilt 24 so i like vandy and the points but i like wake forest to win the game Mm. Mm -mm 11 o'clock Still can't get over that. It's too early, you know? Yeah, it's too somebody, early for football. Do you think somebody
1: messed up and like, <laughs> didn't correct it? You know, know, like they were doing Nashville time, and then everybody's <laughs> like, oh, shit, that's 11 Eastern, you know? Because they're, they're at Wake, right? Yes, sir.
0: Yeah. Enjoy those facilities, guys. All right. How about this one, Shane? Ball State. Mm. Just got hammered by uh, Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, at Georgia, number one Georgia. Georgia's favored by 42 points. The overall is fifty-two, so it's almost all Georgia points, <laughs> according to that. Uh, noon Eastern, eleven Central on SEC Network. It's going to be eighty-two degrees. Well, That's cool. It's, we're starting to get fally, but not quite. Uh, and like I said, Fully. Ball State lost by thirty to Kentucky yeah. last week. So, who do you like in the ball game?
1: Uh, still have a standing bet here with the uh, with the Trimmers. that I'll I'll. Buzz it all if, uh, <laughs> if Ball State loses, but wins, w- are we? Are we going to have
0: to do Ball State every week? <laughs> well, I think this is it. I okay. think I think they move on, and they're
1: probably going to be happy about that because they've they've faced two tough opponents. And Ken says
0: Shane knows Ball State. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and I was again back back to this game. I don't know what you're really wanting to get out right. of this. I mean. There may be some silver lining, and and maybe you just want to see Beck improve, you know, or right. play calling. That's my I, main thing. I think there was some mistakes being made up front. Uh, the defense, just uh, just relentless pressure. I don't feel like we got to see that last week with – this ain't the Georgia defense I, that I was wanting to see week one. So, do do we see it week two? I think we do. I think they're going to yeah. be very aggressive and hungry. Um, but anyway, 42 points—that's a lot of points, Mike, and it's one of the scariest bets because I could see Ball State maybe doing something at the end and and kind of sneaking back into this thing, mm-hmm. and Georgia not really running away with it because that's kind of Kirby's, you know that's what he likes to do. So, yep. Georgia, I've got winning 49 ball state 3. So, even after all that, I still got I still got with the with the points, but I'm not happy about it. That's right. not a lock
0: by no means. I always say take the points, Shane, particularly early in the season. Yeah. This is a ton of points. 42. I mean, I never in my life have I taken 42 in a spread, Shane. But this is Kirby and them dogs (laughs) coming after, again, disappointing is probably not the right word, but underwhelming performance. Yeah. I think them dogs are going to be locked in now. Kicks them ass. And, yeah, I mean, the only question to me is how many touchdowns Brock Bowers get. (laughs) We already saw one rushing, you know. I mean, this is another one where he could pick your score type game. So, Carson Beck, you hit on it. Let's see how he looks a little bit sharper. But, again, Hell, even if he's like 20 or 23 for 300 yards, people are going to say, oh, it's just Ball State. They lost to – I mean, we're not going to learn a ton, but I just want to see him be more consistent, hit the open receivers, make the plays that are there. Plays are going to be there for him all all day. So that's kind of what I'll be looking for, lockdown defense. Our score is almost identical, 48 Georgia. Ball State, three. So I like I like Georgia <laughs> in the points, too.
1: Yeah, it's funny. It's like there's nothing Georgia can win in this game. You know what I'm saying? Like, they could win the game, but nobody's going to be talking about that next week. Right. But if they barely win or they do like they did week one and just kind of sluggish and slow out of the gate, they're going to say there's some problems down there in Athens, you know. Right. You put that all to rest by coming out here and just – I want to look at the drive chart, man, and I want to see five in a row, touchdown, mm-hmm. touchdown. You mm-hmm. know, that's what we should see in this game. There shouldn't be any three and outs like we saw early last week.
0: Right. I mean, I'll, I'll already tell you the talking point, Shane. Next week, South Carolina at Georgia, they're mm-hmm. just going to be like, well, this is the game. We find something out about Georgia. I don't care if they win by 90. Yeah. People are not going to say that. Exactly. You know All right, how about this one, Shane? I teased it. You're wearing your – Ole Miss blue just for this one. Mm-hmm. Only the second top 25 showdown, not in the SEC, the entire country. Number 20 Ole Miss favored by 7.5 on the road at number 24 Tulane. The over-under, half points, 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central, ESPN2. It's a hot one. It's going to be 94 degrees out there, Shane. And yeah. uh, Tulane beat South Alabama 37-17 last week. So, who do you like in this one? This is going to be an underrated matchup, I think.
1: It really will. And um, I think it will be a fun game. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. you like action, you're going to love this one. Um, it's also in a cool environment. I haven't got to see a Tulane atmosphere in a long, long time, you know. Right. Uh, you know, old SEC program. A lot of people forget they used to be here, but – I don't think that's going to be the storyline. Storyline here is, is, is Ole Miss legit? You you know, we, you talked about Georgia trying to figure out if they're, you know, what we have in the Bulldogs when they play South Carolina. Well, we're going to figure out pretty quick in Ole Miss. Was week one, you know a fugazi a fugazi is that how they say it you know yeah. a, a figment of our imagination did we did we do like kind of what we did last year and just gave old miss the benefit of the doubt early in the season because they had a soft schedule mm-hmm. well you don't really have that week two two is a team that can beat you at the top 25 program right and that's what worries me about this game mike because when you say this to a just a layman, They're, they'll say, "Well, Ole Miss is going to beat the shit out of them." Yeah. Well, are they? You know, I mean, when Vegas puts you as a as a t- one score advantage, you know, that gives me pause. That makes me wonder: Are we really going to have us, you know, a hell of a game here?
0: And to your point, Shane, sorry to interrupt no. you, but because uh, you don't, you had no clue what I'm doing over here, so I'll, I'll let you know. I'm throwing graphics up on yeah. the screen. Two lane. This is on the graphic I got on the screen right now. Number two passing efficiency in the entire country
2: Jeez. out
0: of 130 they, their quarterback michael pratt florida tried to get him they had a deal worked out mm-hmm. and everything he's supposed to be florida's quarterback right now and lane kiffin said they got a heisman contender i, I wouldn't go that far yeah. but number two passing efficiency in the country 14 to 15
1: last week yeah you know i mean four 294 yards and four touchdowns
0: what mm-hmm. a stat line right i mean he's great so this this could be a really high scoring game Could be, and I think it will be a high-scoring game. Mm -hmm. I just think Ole Miss
1: is going to have the last few of them. So (laughs) I don't like the spread. This isn't my favorite bet, but I do. I I do have Ole Miss coming out at the. I think it's going to be close. That's how I feel like this one. I I feel like we're going to have be at half, and it may be a one-score. You know, they may even be down. Wouldn't surprise me if Ole Miss is down Mm -hmm. in the first half, but I think Lane Kiffin and company. Jackson Dart especially, I'm a believer, you know, say what you want. I, I We talked about how efficient Tulane's quarterback is. Jackson Dart looked pretty damn good last week too, and, and some of these receivers stepping up. Judkins didn't do a lot week one. I expect a little bit more from him this game mm-hmm. uh, in the receiving and rushing. I think he's going to remind everybody why he's a Heisman contender here, and they're going to run away with it at the end. So give me Ole Miss 42, Tulane 31.
0: Ooh, I like that one. Yeah, you like it. Yeah, a lot of points. A lot of points, Shane. What is the What is the points on this one? 66 and a half. Mm. So we both – well, I don't want to ruin it. But yeah. we're, we're both taking yeah. the over. Come yeah. on. We're taking the it, over. But I'm a little worried, Shane. Like you said, if Tulane comes out here and is firing, I mean, they're going to have some things dealed up. If they jump out to a big lead, I, that's worst case the worst-case yeah. scenario. Ole Miss is be in a dogfight. Ole Miss, I think, has got to jump out to a big lead. And this game may come down to, like, you know – uh a drop, a fumble, an interception, you know, some fluky play. Yeah. Because it, it may just be the last team with the ball wins it. And anytime you go on the road as a favorite, that's danger zone. Yeah. In the SEC particularly, I realize Tulane's not SEC. Kiffin's trying to build them up. He's pulling a Shane Beamer saying, <laughs> this, we're playing a nine-game SEC now yeah. with Tulane. If this was at Auburn, at Mississippi State, and Ole Miss was seven-and-a-half-point favorite, I'd take the SEC team at home. But mm-hmm. it's Tulane, brother. Yeah. And Jackson Dart. I'm singing this prayer. We all know about Junkins. Yeah. One of the best running backs in the country. Jackson Dart in week one looked like one of the best quarterbacks in yep. the country. If they can get that balance going, that one-two. Trey Harris, the transfer, had four touchdowns last week. Last looked weekend. really good. I mean, Outstanding. He... I can't imagine Tulane's going to hold this team. I think Ole Miss will have enough stops to not only win the game, but cover it so we almost have a near identical score Ole Miss 42 Tulane 30 and this could be one of the more impressive wins to date in the SEC yeah
1: this I mean it's a signature win it's a top 25 win you may not think about that coming into the season but Mm. Ole Miss got their hands full and and you know I think it comes down to a little with a little seniority on that Uh, you, you talk about Jackson but Old Miss had a lot of players return last year. And if that locker room's dialed in, this won't be a ball game. Yeah. But if they're overlooking and thinking about teams that are coming down, yeah, they they may get in trouble. And that's that's why I'm giving it pause right now. I want to see – this is where where I'm going to figure out how good or bad Ole Miss is. And after that, I can still bet
0: terribly wrong. But
1: (laughs) at least least I have some better points about it.
0: Yeah. All right, how about this one? I'm so fired up for this one, Shane. We're going to find out. If A&M's for real, number 23, Texas A&M on the road Mm -hmm. at Miami. The Aggies favored by three and a half points over under 51, according to my bookie. Mm -hmm. 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central on ABC, nationally televised. 88 degrees. It's going to be muggy. It's going to be rainy. Maybe that favors the Canes. I don't know. Miami beat... The other Miami, thirty-eight to three in the season opener. Who do you like in this big showdown of teams trying to prove that they're legit? Texas A&M or Miami? And you know, ESPN analytics has Miami winning this game. What? Yes, absolutely. There's a reason I never cite those. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, You know, I I think I had a couple nightmares. About the, the Miami game last year, and that was like our first telltale sign that, that Texas a in for a run for their money. Yeah. And But I think a lot of that got put to rest last week. And I know everybody on here, they're looking at New Mexico State, and they're like, come on, Shane, that's a high school team, you know, or some yeah, – they're going to say that. But some of the plays that I saw in that game – Excited me not because of who they were playing, but just the way they were playing. They were playing like they've been there before. They were playing like champions. Mike, yeah, Connor lived like everybody was afraid that he wouldn't be efficient. That he he would not like. We've already seen his ceiling, and I I felt like that ceiling got vaulted a little bit last week, and that's why I'm a little bit higher on the Aggies. Uh, they got the defense. They got um, they got some big uglies up front, and they have the ability. To shut Miami down, mm-hmm. you know? Miami's got a good program. I'm not gonna shit completely on them, but I don't think they're as good as people say they are. So, Aggies, somebody's getting a My Bookie lock. And I know <laughs> what you're thinking. Shane, please God, oh, God. don't put it on them. He's 0 4, <laughs> he can't get a game right. But I tell you what, man. I feel like this is it. I feel like this this may be the worst week to put money against me because I'm pretty confident that Texas A&M is not just going to beat Miami that shitty ac the uh, one of the additional you know we, we've seen enough acc love you know we got florida state mad uh, ass north carolina mad you know what miami you and your eight fans you could be mad at me too because they're gonna have to i think they're giving tickets away to get people to show up to this one so give me texas a and
0: 35 miami 17 the barn says shane how could you Oh, we got this, baby. We da- got this. Danny says, "Damn, I guess the Aggies aren't for real this year." No. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I Ugh. mean, you're, you you cursed cursed the Aggie. I mean, it's time, right? If it's there's, time. If there's any Aggies, they need to throw us a hundred bucks to get Shane to remove no, this lock it's, of the week. I'm already in. I'm
1: already locked okay. in. I've already put my money on this one. Okay. So if you feel that way, go ahead, waste your money and bet the opposite. But I feel <laughs> like this is the this is the week. It's got to be the week, right? Are you at
0: all nervous? Uh, because I'm a little nervous. As much as I'm hyping up A&M, they've got to prove it. And a lot of these teams, you know, they the coaches, they all say, we make the biggest improvement from mm-hmm. week one to week two. Well, some teams don't make an improvement because they ain't playing Cupcake U. Yeah. They're going on the road. They're playing Miami, which is loaded with high-priced four- and five-star talent and transfer talent. You know what I yeah. mean? So that's – I'm a little nervous that they look so good that they'll be overconfident going in this one because Miami's got a lot on the line too, yeah. but not like a and them, not like Jimbo. Yeah, but di- oh, no, you're I'm saying yeah, Jimbo and all They got a lot more on the line. But
1: do you do you look at that roster in Miami's roster and say you know what Miami's got a better offensive line or Miami's got better receivers? No, or they've got a better quarterback. I can't think of one position, right. That I'm saying, you know, is that punter there? The tattoo punter, <laughs> maybe. You know, I don't even know if he's that good. He just right.
0: But here's the thing, Shane. There's about six of those games last season. I know our A and M fell flat. You know what I mean? So they have, out for all my bravado, all my trash talk, and they've got to prove it. And I just don't see it, Shane. This is a this is the week of the end of the talk. Miami, 24, Texas A&M. I hate to say it. 35, <laughs> winning the cover. Come on, man. You didn't think I was going to pick Miami, no, did you? No, no. You, you can't be
1: pumping up a Heisman quarterback <laughs> and then all of a sudden back up. I, here's, again, I do have some concerns because of last year, but also I think that's part of the reason why the the, the spread is so low. You know, people are afraid yeah. to put money on Texas A&M until they see a game like Miami and I'm just picking it one week early. So
0: Yeah. Nema says Miami's got better cheerleaders. Dude, pretty... I, know,
1: <laughs> I have no I idea of either, but it was Oh, funny. wait. Texas and them got they got the guys, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well up. that makes sense. Okay, that makes I, sense. I, That I was, was a good that. comment.
0: All right. How about Kent State, Shane at Arkansas? Big spread here. Arkansas, 37 and a half point favorite. The under 58 and a half total points. Four o'clock Eastern, three central SEC network. Another hot one. 91 Jeez. something's going on down there in arkansas Play that one at 11 it's so hot out here yeah have <laughs> they moved the kickoff yet but again kent state not great yeah went back rewatch arkansas of course they were playing western carolina but it looked like an sec versus high school yeah. team who do you like in this matchup arkansas kent state
1: well there are some questions mm-hmm. um injuries we don't know about rocket just yet um and I'm not saying that that's going to change that the outlook of this game, but I am a little discouraged because the, the rushing attack lacked last week, and I was hoping that we could have an opportunity to improve that this week, which I still think they do. I still think that the more the burden was on that offensive line than it was, you know, for Rocket. Yeah. Um. So come out here, establish a run, you know, don't don't get flashy. Just put these guys away. I, I I think that's where we're at with Arkansas. You know, you got BYU right around the corner, but um, but that's a lot of points. That's a lot of points with uh, with question marks like that floating around. So it's tough to gamble on. But. I'm going to gamble on it because Arkansas <laughs> is going to beat the shit out of Kent State. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's one way to beat Nick Saban's what alma mater there. You yeah. know. So give me Arkansas fifty-two, Kent State thirteen.
0: Mm.
1: I that was love- that was right. He did go to school there. Yes, sir. Or he coached there. Yeah. He went like to that. school there. Did yeah. he get fired there?
0: No. The only place he was fired from was Ohio State. Oh, was mm-hmm. That's why. He, that's why we all hate Ohio yeah. State. I love what, a lot of what you had to say there, Shane. Yeah. Like I was saying, Arkansas was locked in last week. They looked good. They were getting after it. defensively. Forcing turnovers. Yeah. Throwing it all over the yard, doing whatever the hell they wanted. KJ sharp as hell. I love when because it, it's pretty rare when it happens, but I love when we hype a player up and a team up and they actually do it because, <laughs> yeah. like I said, it is pretty rare. We knew the <laughs> whole time. <laughs> but Arkansas was what we were right about, yeah. Shane. So, yeah, I think this is – You know all the hype we've been hearing behind the scenes about Arkansas. It's legit. Yeah, I think Arkansas. I wish I would have picked them higher in the West. Now, I think they could be. I mean, now that LSU's lost, Mm -hmm. we'll find out about A and M and Alabama. But Arkansas, there's not much, if a drop off at all. So Arkansas, elite, best quarterback, best running back combo, probably in the country. Yeah of course i like arkansas come on yeah but because it's hot it was 91 degrees kent state i think this is a game where we get the backups in Mm -hmm. get some young players going i like kent state with the points because it's 37 (laughs) and a half give me arkansas 45 kent state 10 so still a 35 point spread but i think they backdoor it maybe get a Maybe get some kind of a touchdown when the third string's in or something. There's just so many points. If, if Rocket's not in there, what
1: do you think the
0: – I mean, you still think
1: the the game plan is to establish the run, right? I mean, yeah. with, a, with a game like Kent said. Because, again, it was sluggish last week, and it feels like more of the big uglies up front need this practice. And and, and it should be a battle I mean, they should. We talked about this earlier in the week, Mike. I think you should look in the locker room at all those those big bastards and just say, "Hey, man, we're going to put it on your shoulders, mm. and either we're going to run behind you or we're going to throw over you." And right. do you want to be? I mean, because offensive line they 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 take that personally when they can't run the ball, especially when you got you know a super NFL star behind you. It can't right. get those yards. So I don't know. I, I feel like. That's going to be the theme in the first. So you're right. Maybe the points. More I think about this because again, that running clock. First down. Yeah, the downs, new rules. Yeah, I, the new rule. There, there may be an opportunity Go under here. Yeah. with yeah. these
0: high high point spreads. Hell, I almost did it with Georgia, but yeah. because Georgia struggled, I went with because I think they got to they got to open a can of whoop at. I mean, Arkansas could win by fifty, but. I think they'll pull off a little bit. And here. I thought
1: about that, but then I thought about the Auburn game last
0: week. You know what I'm
1: saying? <laughs> yeah. And I, I kept saying this same thing was going to happen, <laughs> yeah. and then all of a sudden they put 70 points on a team. So, yeah,
0: I think they win big. All right. How about your Missouri Tigers, Shane mm-hmm. Hosting, Middle Tennessee. Mizzou favored by 21 points at home. Yeah. Over under half points, according to my bookie. 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 Central on ESPN and SEC Network. Plus, another hot one, 94 degrees. At 7 o'clock, 94 degrees. That's wild. MTSU got hammered last week, 56-7 to to Alabama. How about this stat, Shane? This came uh, power of Mizzou right before we hopped on. I just thought this was great. Brady Cook, last 14 games as the starter. The first seven uh 227 yards of offense, eight touchdowns, seven interceptions. Not great. Yeah. But the last seven, 272 yards, so 50 yards more. 14 touchdowns, zero interceptions. Oh, let Brady cook. He might be in the zone right now, you know what? Yeah. No, he may be.
1: Maybe and Again, we, we got to see MTSU last week. Didn't look good. Uh-huh. <laughs> we got to see Mizzou and look good at times. I So, I, and I, I'm kind of blown away by the temperatures too. So, you said it's 94? 94 at, at kickoff. How is that even? So, Mizzou's the hottest field <laughs> at the start of the season, and the first ones to get snow. So, it's like, <laughs> that's a Perfect place to work for your meteorologist, but <laughs> that's not what we're here for, Mike. We're, we're here for hard hitting analysis. And, and I'm telling you right now, MT, MTSU is not going to have a shot obviously, yeah. but I do think Mizzou keeps it simple. Just keeps moving the change. They established that running game last week. I, 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 I don't know. I'm surprised traders not on your, on your list. I would expect tons of yards uh, from Mizzou in the rushing attack. And I don't, I don't think Brady needs to do too much. He just needs to be like he was last week, efficient. Yeah, just keep moving the chains. Keep keep the defense off the field because when they come in, it's typically going to be a three and out. Mm-hmm. That's how good these dudes are. So, um, I'm not going. I'm not going to play with my food, as they say. Mike, give me <laughs> Mizzou thirty eight, MTSU seven. <laughs> mm. I, tell me you like that. Tell hate, me you like I hate that. it, Shane. I'll be honest Why with you. I you hate it? it. Why do you hate it? There's no quarterback controversy anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. we know what Mizzou's offense is. We know what the defense is. What
0: What exactly are you wanting to see in this game? That defense, once again. Yeah. Just be suffocating, locked down like they were in the opener of South Dakota. Uh, like you said, the running game, now that we got that going. Again, we gotta we gotta translate that to a little bit better competition. You're right. Still not not elite competition. Let Brady Cook keep keep that going, but uh, with a new offensive coordinator, I mean, we really got to be hitting our stride yeah. with Kansas State coming in. And I, I don't want to look ahead, Shane. We we don't want to be disrespectful. Yeah. We don't wanna be looking ahead to next week. But there's an early line out I saw, Shane. Kansas State at Mizzou. What do you think the point spread is for next week? It's it's already been. I don't know how. Real it is, because you... don't know, Mizzou 18, 19? <laughs> <I count. laughs> one. Really? So, but Kansas... But that's come down. In the preseason, yeah. it was like 14, Kansas they're State.
1: They're like, what, 16th now or something like yeah. that?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, the better the betters, the gamblers, they're coming around to It blows Mizzou. my
1: mind. They're not even getting AP votes. Right. Yeah, they're a one-point underdog with, with Kansas State.
0: Right, so... That's just something to, I, I want to see all that come together, Shane. We gotta we gotta whoop this team. Yeah, we've seen them against Alabama, and who knows, Shane? Who knows? Maybe Alabama's just smoking mirrors, and Middle Tennessee's awful. Yeah, because Alabama just whooped them pretty good. Yeah. This is why I hate your score, Shane. It's about the same as mine, brother. <laughs> Mizzou, thirty-eight, MTSU, six. I got a oh, little bit wow. more respect for the defense. Yeah. My bookie lock of the week. I'm undefeated on my locks of the week. Give me Mazou and the twenty one at home. I think they get that easily.
1: What's that big kicking bastard they got over there? Meavis. I mean, that may be the toughest bet. Just making we both did thirty eight. Does he get that field goal, you know? Does he lock it back in? Right. Meavis got to get dialed in.
0: Not, I'm tired of the not my kicks. words. Someone just paid us two bucks, Aaron Harmon. Appreciate yeah. you. Mizzou is trash I only say it because he gave us two bucks uh, give us more money got he got, an Arkansas, <laughs>
1: has he got an Arkansas logo of like, course yeah, of course yeah, yeah.
0: all right uh, how about uh, Arizona Shane I'm very interested in this game Arizona at uh, Mississippi State yeah Bulldogs favored by nine at home mm-hmm. over under 60 and a half points so potentially a high scoring game 730 Eastern 630 Central on the SEC network. 95, there you go, 95 degrees. This is going to be a hot one down there. Yeah. Zona beat North Zona 38-3 to last weekend. Who do you like in the ballgame?
1: Yeah, I think I've called them Arizona State, Arizona. I've called all the Arizonas. So, <laughs> you know, um, Mississippi State disappointed a little bit last week. Um, sluggish, slow, very slow start. Mm-hmm. And you can do that against those teams, but you can't do that against – Teams like Arizona, and I'm not saying Arizona is a juggernaut or anything like that. But if you find yourself down a couple of scores, do you have the confidence that Mississippi State's is going to, you know, tear it up in the second half? Right. They had some good adjustments during the the game last week. I liked seeing Mike. I I, I want to see more of him mm-hmm. get involved. But more importantly, brother, I want to see I want to see Will Rogers cook. You know. When we went into this game, I was expecting the high flying offense that we were promised. We uh, shotgun ninety five percent of the time, airing it out. I don't want to see screens every play, and right. you know, you know, put all the pressure on your running back to to make this game, you know, go away. I, I they have the pieces to just tear this team up, and and that's kind of what I want to see, but. I'm not sold that we do, brother. I, I've got to see and uh, nothing against Arnett, and and I know he's got a lot of pressure on him first-time coaching, first-time coaching the SEC, especially as a head coach. And, and, you know, there was some things I'm sure he learned during that first game. So how does he adjust? How does his team adjust? Um, I'm scared about this game, Mike. Yeah. I'm not saying that I think Mississippi State loses – but I th- I think there's a real possibility that we're in the fourth quarter wondering like can they lose? Mm-hmm. So I've got I'm not a fan of the spread. Was it nine points? Yes, sir. I got Mississippi State winning thirty five, mm-hmm. Arizona twenty eight.
0: Oh, buddy, so I got them winning, but not covering that close spread. one. This is this feels like a game where Davis Wade Stadium is the deciding factor, like. I know Mississippi State whooped them last year. Yeah, I think I think it was a fr- either the first or second year under that coach. He's still building it up. Mm-hmm. If this game was at Arizona, I'd probably pick Arizona. Yeah, but I think the fans, the cowbells, that'll and we've already heard. Apparently, one of our commenters told us the uh, someone at Arizona said. It's no louder than Oregon State, I bet. And I was like, oh, that's where, uh, here that's, we like, go. that's where you screw up when you start yeah. dissing the Mississippi State fans. So, yeah, uh, now Arizona, Shane, only allowed three points last week. Mm-hmm. That was against a crappy team. Yeah, But maybe they got a little bit of a defense going up against Mississippi State. That was a little off last week. Can they run the ball as well as they did last week? That'll be key to the game. And if not, then we got to get Will Rogers going. Right. We've only seen Will one time in this offense and it was not great, but not terrible. So maybe it was just first game jitters, what have you. But this I'm I'm right there with you. I'm not feeling great about this game. Mm-hmm. Night game, Davis Wade, give me Mississippi State, but give me Arizona and the points, just like you. I'm going Mississippi State thirty three, Arizona thirty. So I I think this one goes down right to the wire. Yeah.
1: Hey, let me ask you, who has more rushing yards here, Marks or Wright at the end of the game? I think it's got to be Marks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he'll have more carries. I just, I, I believe because you and I both think this is going to be a close game, and that's when you start seeing a little bit more of your X factor in in, in Mike Wright and that speed. It's just tough to keep that speed off the field.
0: Yeah. But I also think that, you know, I don't want to call him like a gadget player or wildcat or whatever the hell you want to call it, but – you just can't rely on that week in and week out. I really don't think, yeah. and have success. Now you can do it every once in a while, but it's funny because there's a lot of Mississippi State fans, Shane. They're saying we got to, you know, he really sparked them last week, mm-hmm. and they're saying we got to make a switch. We, it's time to move on from Will Rogers. Yeah, and I get it. You saw one game, but Vanderbilt benched him. Yeah. And, yes, I realize he led Vanderbilt to some wins last year, but that was only because Swan got hurt. If Swan didn't get hurt, he wouldn't have been in the game. Yeah. And they look at the games he won. They don't look at the Northern Illinois game where they were going to lose if Mike Wright was their quarterback. And they had to put in a true freshman that had never played to win him a ball game. And, again, I'm not trying to diss Mike Wright, but we're seeing the highlights of him. We, yeah. we, we're seeing what he does well at. Yeah. Can he run an offense, beat SEC defenses consistently? I think the answer, we, we have the answer.
1: And two more, more weeks played, the more films out there, you know. Right. So you're starting to identify them in different di- – I think that's – I still do think there's a hidden aspect there, you know, because they try to keep it secret in the off season. Yep. So, you know, the more film study we get out there, the
0: tougher it's going to be for Mike to be productive. Yeah. All right, Shane, how about this one? Another really good one potentially. Auburn at Cal. Mm-hmm. Auburn favored by six and a half points on the road. Over under 54.5 points, according to my bookie. 10.30 Eastern, my goodness, 9.30 Central on ESPN. Power rankings won't go live to about 2 o'clock in the morning, Shade <laughs> Weather, 70 degrees. Cal looked good. I w- went back and, and watched the highlights of their North Texas game. They whooped them 58-21. to 21. Does Hugh Freeze go 2-0 and 0 to start his Auburn debut? Oh, You know,
1: this is a tough one. You know, it's one thing to be playing on the planes, but it's another to take a plane to California. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we've we've already seen one SEC team going out west, and it didn't end good. So, right, I, I'm not saying that I'm concerned. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I don't know why I keep sugarcoating. I am concerned. Mm. I, I'm not sold that week one was a was a preview for what we're going to see the rest of the season. You know, Cal is going to be a tough test. Taking a team, a young team like that with a lot of new faces, yeah. out west, they're gonna they're gonna experience what. When life's good, things go good, but they've not had the troubles yet. You yep. know, Thorn didn't play particularly great last week. Mm-hmm. You know, you had to have touchdown Robbie come in here and and save you there in the red zone. Yeah, which again, that may be. You know what they do moving forward, kind of like a poor man's Florida Gators, you Mm -hmm. know, from a few (laughs) years back. So that could work, but again, it shouldn't be set up on gimmicks and you know mirrors. You you mentioned earlier, it it needs to be establishing the run. Lead. That's what he loves to do. Hugh loves to do, and I didn't. I didn't get the warm fuzzies inside that we've established any running attack, rushing attack with Auburn yet. And a team like Cal, you're going to need that. You can't just say, okay, Thorne, get it back there and sling it 50 times. You do that, you're going to lose. So I am worried. But I, I still think Hugh Freeze and this team's got a lot of talent, you know, and as the year progresses, I think this team is going to get exponentially better. Week two, though, I'm a little afraid to put money on them. Mm. I still got a win in this game, but I don't have them covering the spread. So give me Auburn 31, California 28. I think it's a close, Ooh. close
0: game. And who, who even knows? I mean, it's going to be so late. A lot of people won't even know who wins the damn game till Sunday. You That's know right. what I mean? They're going yeah. to wake up, what happened, <laughs> uh, what happened to Auburn. Literally 11 to 11 watching football
1: Saturday. (laughs) You know what I'm saying?
0: Right. Uh, We we got a $5 question here from uh, Cardock. Yeah. Week one Auburn versus week one Bama. Who you guys got? He he says he loves the show, listens daily at work. I mean, I still would have took – I think I would have took Bama. Yeah. Where's that game played? That could be a deciding factor. But, I mean, Auburn was pretty damn impressive. But but I got – Alabama number one in the power rankings for a reason.
1: That's the thing. I think we'll have a better Iron Bowl at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I right. think right now is when you want to play Auburn, because again, if they're still figuring it out, you know, not just the the players, but the coaching staff and everything. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of factors down there. At the end of this year, you know, game twelve, you're 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 going to get the best damn Auburn football, and, and as long as everybody's healthy, I think that's the one. That could potentially knock off a team like Alabama. So, right, uh, but there's going to be
0: some bumps and bruises along the way. Nima says, "Cousin Shane going to shotgun a monster to stay up for that one." (laughs) man, I've ruined so many good games by passing out. (laughs) That's the
1: downside of drinking all day. It's like you know, if if it if it's slow, I'll I'll be out.
0: So yeah. Oh, I mean, this is this is going to be a true test. I'll have to VCR that one, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a true test, I really do think. Yeah. I, I don't think this is going to be – I think people are disrespecting Cal just because it's Cal. Yeah. But they got a hell of a running attack, Shane. I threw up the, the stats here a moment ago on Cal. They have the number five – it's just one week – but the number five rushing attack in the country, 347 yards. And – Auburn chain yeah the number 86 rushing defense right now Jeez, they couldn't they couldn't stop UMass too well on the ground so Cal's going to give them issues Cal's going to score some points in this one and you kind of stole my thunder because I I mean that's exactly what I was going to say man when it gets tight who steps up and makes these plays is it red zone they're calling him red zone Robbie apparently not touched up but whatever yeah. is it Robbie is it Thorne these new receivers. We still don't even know if Jarquez Hunter's gonna play. Yeah, I think you're gonna need him in this one. I'd let him play. He's yeah. done his time. He sat out. I mean, right. I, don't, I don't know, but this is a game, Shane. Where they're gonna look back and say, "God, I forgive him." I wish, <laughs> I wish we had him. You know, yeah. This is gonna be tight. And, and yes, we. I think we always make too much of like the elevation, the travel, the West Coast, all this, but it's real. Yeah, people that do it know it's real. This is gonna be a tough one, Shane. But give me Auburn, 28, Cal, 27. Honda Morris, <laughs> Dad. I don't feel great about this one. Yeah. I, I think Cal is a serious, serious contender to win this game.
1: But I'll tell you, as an Auburn fan, this is a good time to have a game like this. You need a test. Yeah. Because next week you can come back. You got Sanford. You got time to, you know, work on a few things. Bef- because they got a gauntlet after that. I'm Probably right. the toughest stretch in The SEC they got A&M, Georgia, LSU, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Five weeks in a row, I'm, t- I'm t- there's no more warming up. So, a little test early in the season, I think, is exactly what Auburn needs. And if they can come out with a win here, yeah, that would be
0: huge for Hugh. And it will almost guarantee you know, you're going into because you got Sanford. Going into SEC play undefeated with a ton of momentum. Absolutely, I think people talking
1: about you. Absolutely, mm -hmm. that helps on the trail, man. Mm -hmm. Recruiting trail. All
0: right, shade the big one, number eleven, Texas, Mm -hmm. at number three, Alabama, Crimson Tide favored by seven. Yeah, at home, over under fifty four and a half points according to my bookie. Seven o'clock Eastern, six Central on ESPN. 92, man, there's all kinds of crazy weather out here saying the decaying dynasty, the building dynasty, hype galore for this game. Alabama, are they legit? Texas, are they ready for the SEC? Sark, Nick Saban. Yeah. All these storylines, all these five stars, all the talent in the world, and two of the great fan bases in the country. Who wins a game? Alabama hosting. Texas,
1: everyone is making their memes Now <laughs> they're getting their videos ready because if Alabama struggles at all in this game, mm-hmm. they're going to hear it from every fan base outside of Tuscaloosa. Yeah, It's a tough pill to swallow when you've been on the, on the mountain for so long, no one wants to see you succeed. They cannot wait for you to fail. They remember the game from last year and they're saying, oh yeah, they look great against MTSU. Yeah. Or if you're asking a bammer, they're like the revenge tour and, and all this good shit, and maybe Nick Saban's last run, you know, so he can have the title one last time. Mm-hmm. Whatever. You know, it's a fun narrative, but it all goes it all goes away if you lose to the Longhorns. Because roster to roster, these guys aren't close yet. Now, I think Texas is getting there, you know. But when you turn on Texas highlights, you know the only highlight I saw this week of Texas is, one, taking a football to the side of the head. Did you see that one? That's, that's, <laughs> like, that's what people are spreading around the SEC right now, that it's just the good news Bears coming in here and that Alabama is going to steamroll them. But... I think that's exactly where you want them if you're a Longhorn fan, mm-hmm. because this is exactly where we were this time last year, going down there. I never thought this would be a game. Yeah, I remember it was early. It was hot as hell. We're going to go down there, SEC, big bad SEC, going to go down there and beat the shit out of Texas. And then all of a sudden, we're like, oh, man. Texas is going to win this one. And then we get an injured quarterback. And then a lot of miracles. We heard Anwar. He went through all of the (laughs) the little ifs and buts that could have happened in that game. And and still Alabama walked away with the win. Does it come down to that again, Mike? And I still think that there's a possibility that we may come down to a final drive with these two programs. Mm. So, you know, it really all depends on one guy. Nick Saban, mm. I and I, I know we've crowned him as the best coach of all time, but it's going to come down to his game plan here. It's going to come down to making the right decisions, knowing when, uh, knowing when uh, this quarterback situation. You know, it, 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 I know that we've kind of said, all right, J, J, he's the guy. All right, we we crowned him. He's ready to go. But you got to be able to know if he is two, three quarters into this thing. You know, if there is – if Texas is winning or he keeps making mistakes, you, you've you got other guys and you, you've got to just fill the quarterback room. So right. I, I do think that it comes down to coaching here. But – and I think Texas is going to come in the SEC and make a lot of noise. It's just not going to be this year, Mike. Ooh. I think I've got Alabama – i got to win pretty good. I don't know why I said all that shit. You know, I'm don't, I don't, I looking at my score, and I'm like, well, how do I back this one up? I think Alabama score, I think Texas scores the last score mm-hmm. to make it 35 to 24. Ooh. I I am in the camp of Revenge Tour. You know, I told you this. And I don't know how many times I've told you this, that I do think that this may not be Nick Saban's last run, but I do think that this, this is getting – toward the end of last opportunities to win that final championship. He's got a good team. They're a little banged up on defense, but not enough to scare me. Um, and it's a true testament to to the coaching power yeah. uh, of
0: Alabama if they can win this one big. Uh, real quick, Shane, we got a $5 one from fall times. So we got to cover it. If Vanderbilt played Clemson right now, who would win? <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean I, Vanderbilt...
1: <laughs> Give me. Are we giving me points? Because I'm. Mm-hmm. Then I may go back to Clemson. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they look like terrible. Uh, Give me Vanderbilt. All them bandwagon fans. You know that's the thing. It's 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 not so much the Clemson fans. It's those Clemson fans that became fans after they won national. Right. Championship. right. You know those. those are the Never ones in like my
0: that. life have I met a Clemson fan until they started winning. No,
1: absolutely. And you talk to them, and I'm like, "Where are you from?" And they're like. You know, Michigan. I'm like, (laughs) you're a Clemson fan? Well, yeah, until Michigan wins a natty, I guess,
0: you know. All right, brother. So Alabama, Texas, man, no respect for Sark and the Longhorns, huh? You know, this does feel, anytime Alabama nearly gets upset or gets upset, people usually lock in the next year and they're like, almost got them. Yeah. Almost got them. Well, usually that's when Alabama whoops a can of whoop-ass on them the next year, you know? So I think that is certainly in play. Both these teams, you know, it depends on who I talk to, Shane. Alabama's got something to prove. texas got something to prove. Rarely do we have two teams like this that both got something to prove. Yeah. And there's a lot on the line. I mean, I've said it, and I stand by it, Shane. If Texas wins this game, They should be number one in the country. Yeah. I mean, why the hell wouldn't they be? A win over Alabama in Tuscaloosa, who's number three right now. I mean, at worst, you got to put them two then, right? Yeah. We're supposed to be ranking on this year and not what happened last year. And what last year was a close game. This year, it ain't going to (laughs) be one, brother. I'm right there with you. Come on. I mean, Texas got a long way to go. So much hype. I'm tired of the hype. I want to see it. And one of the teams I was most disappointed with was Texas week one. Yeah, That was Rice. They were probably, you know, not unleashing their full offense and all that. They'll be more in line for this matchup. But it's easy. It's easy on paper to go into Tuscaloosa and say, we're going to beat Nick's old Pat Ball. We're going to do it. Yeah. But they ain't lived it. They ain't lived it like Arkansas fans, like Tennessee fans, Georgia. On, I mean, they beat the hell out of everybody down there. Yeah. They're going to beat the hell out of Texas, Shane. I really do think. Give me Alabama 28, Texas 17. And I'm going to make a vow right now to all these great Longhorn fans. Because, you know, when we pick against their team, is oh, you hate us, you disrespect. We're, we're a podcast of our word, Shane. And if I'm wrong and Texas wins this game outright, which could happen, I don't think it will, but it could <laughs> happen. If Texas wins outright, I'm manscaping for our next show, Sunday show. I'm gonna have a T. I'm gonna <laughs> shave the entire beard, but keep the T for one show if, to pay up for my bet that Texas will not compete in this I mean I don't I think it's gonna two score a game.
1: Yeah, uh you know, and it's and I'm not bashing Texas. But I I do think that there are national championship teams at some point, but it won't happen until they're in the SEC. Right. You know, um, and and you could say the same thing about Oklahoma is another one. These, These two programs, I feel like, are hitting their ceiling over there in that conference. When they come over here and they bring that money, buddy, and they get some momentum, they're already getting some of the classes now. But once they put, I was like, like a Days of Thunder, you know. <laughs> yeah. When when they get them special tires on that SEC tires, you know, yeah, that's when magical things are going to happen for the University of Texas and Oklahoma. But until then, you're you're there. You're going to have a lot of good teams, but you're still missing something. And when you're playing other SEC opponents week in week out, that that builds you up, man. That makes you a better program. And um, I think they'll hit the ground running when they get here. It's just, they're not there yet. In my opinion, Alabama is there, you know, Alabama has yeah. been recruiting the same way since Nick's been down there. It's just like Georgia, just like, you know, sometimes LSU, it's just they're their powerhouses. And there's no, when you got a five-star go down and you replace it with another five-star Texas is close, you know, they're getting there. Sark can get him there. I think. I think he's going to be a good coach for him, and, and he's he's used to that environment, so he knows what to expect when he gets down there. But yeah. coming down here with with the with an upset, I just don't see it happen. And and one of the other things is it, part of a revenge tour. The reason I call it a revenge tour, which has been I hate that they even call it that anymore because, but I I do think there's a couple of games that that Knicks got penciled. You know what I'm saying? You almost got beat by texas you're penciled in you're you're dialed in saving those tennessee lsu maybe Ole miss mm. texas a&m was closed there's a lot of games that i think you could put up the film from last year and you can say here's what happens when we thought we were going to go in and beat the shit out of the other opponent we either lost or we almost did let's yep. don't let that happen so uh true testament will be this weekend but uh it's going to be a hell of a hell of a matchup for sure <laughs>
0: Well, one of the guys I was most impressed with week one, too, was Jalen Milrow, yeah. Texas native. I believe he was committed to Texas at one point. Mm-hmm. And we, I don't know if you remember this, Shane, but it was the Texas governor came out and said, well, we know their quarterback. I ain't scared. You know, he's got a lot on the line this week. Yeah, And this is why I went prize picks over with Jalen Milrow because Texas front seven is pretty good. One of the best, probably the best in the Big 12. I think they're going to man up pretty well with Alabama's front. So it's going to be on Jalen Milrow to win this game. He had a hell of a debut. Maybe it was more MTSU than anything, but I don't think so. I'm buying Jalen Milrow stock while I can get it. Yeah, I think he has a big game. I think he he's the difference, key difference, and maybe maybe he starts to get that Heisman buzz. after the, If he has a big game here, he'll be in the conversation. Yeah. As
1: long as he's not the difference the opposite way. You know what I'm saying? That's my only concern. That's kind of why I teed it up because – you've got some other quarterbacks in that room that provide different things you know and sometimes you may need a different spark and if they're down I'm not saying they are but if they are down a couple of scores I, I I would hope that they give somebody an opportunity to come in there and mix i just that's the only thing is putting all my eggs in one basket after one game with the mtSU right I'm still a little bit hesitant on that one um but I just like everything else around him too you know so Alabama could just beat them with the running game.
0: How about this? Car- we got one more $5 comment Shane, yeah. from Carl. Bama won't lose until the Tennessee game. <laughs> 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 I like, I know uh, you like that. Yeah, absolutely, man. Let's talk, we got to get past Austin Peay first, you know? Yep. All right, brother. So, uh... We'll- Anything else before we hop off the line? I, I can't wait to watch no, these games. I, I'm pumped up.
1: Just don't forget to set your alarms a little bit earlier because Vanderbilt's going to kick off at 11. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Dude,
0: I don't know about you, but I, on game days, I wake up about 7. I, can't, I, I get like too a, excited.
1: It's, it's almost like Christmas when you're a kid, you know? Yeah. You run down, you're looking at your presents, and league courses there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I, I love it. I, I love I love college football. It's, it's It was such a long off season, and, and now we're getting in the throes of things, and and we're starting to get a little bit of separation or more, I would say, more about understanding of these programs and where they're at. And uh, that's why I like these early week schedules because or early, uh, early in the week season because you kind of figure out who your ball club is or not.
0: Yeah. Well, I can't thank you enough, buddy, for coming over. I can't thank all the cousins out there for tuning in, especially the people on the live show and the super chats and everything. We really appreciate each and every one of you. It's because of you guys that the show is going strong and why we even have this show. So appreciate each and every one of you for for joining us. And we'll catch you on the next one. Enjoy the games this weekend.
1: (laughs) All right. See you guys. Go balls. I better not see any downhorns, Bama fans. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, buddy, this beer's for you, Mike, and Cousin Shane. That SEC podcast loves the Pirate, and the Pirate loves that SEC podcast. Hail State.